Hello and welcome to the Pinecast. I'm joined today by Joseph. You can follow him on Twitter at I Hate Your Club. What's up, Jay? It's been quite a while, but it's about time we uh, brought back the old Pinecast for a special Turkey Day edition. It's it's good to bring cheer for the holidays. Yeah, we do what we can. We do what we can to help our friends. And when there's a time and a need for some cheer, and I think it's about the right time for that because it's uh, some exciting stuff, you know, that's been buoyed by a lot of bad shit. But uh, in the world of soccer, um, things aren't all bad from an Arsenal perspective. So, you know. Not this week. Not this week. Not this week. This could have been a really, really bad week. We wouldn't be talking. No, fuck no. You would not be in this podcast. 100%. 100%. If we had lost that fucking North London Derby, there would have been no podcast for it. We would be living the, uh, the lost talk to the professionals. Yes. That indeed, but we won. So the opportunity, the opportunists that we are, the opportunists, the front runners that we are, hell yeah, we're here. Yep. So back to bring all the goodness to you. But let's start off um, with some of the stuff that happened. We just got back from the international break, uh, so the World Cup teams are set. (laughs) We have some missing pieces. Some some pretty normal missing pieces. I, I from def- our perspective, the pressure's off, right? There will be no disappointment. Yeah. In June. Fuck it. Yeah, I don't know. It, I, I mean, I'm, I'm so numb to what happened to the United States that I'm I don't even know what to say now. It it's been so long since we haven't qualified that. Um, I don't know. It it's going to be weird. We'll see if uh, how well the country embraces soccer when we're not involved, right? Yeah, it definitely was didn't do any favors to our my fellow friends and people who work in sports media and were hoping to cover the World Cup. It definitely didn't do much for them. But um, right, I'm sure they were hoping for trips to Russia, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would think so. But I mean, is it going to take away from your enjoyment of the? of the tournament is that going to drastically change your experience that you know, no, because it's not like I expect to win it, but I'd like to be a part of it. But you know, we know we're going to be out by the sixth round of 16 anyway. Right. It's kind of like Arsenal in the champions league. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Best case scenario. What you've fluked your way to a quarterfinal. Right. Yeah. So there's not, there's not much better than that that we're looking to, to get from it, unfortunately. But I mean, obviously the, the big, the standouts, when you look at the the final pool, the big the eyesores, the things that are missing are obviously the, the biggest names are, are Italy, uh, and then you have to say Chile based on recent form and recent results in international right. tournaments and fixtures. It's a real big blow. Italy um, is stunning not to be there for me. I mean, it's uh, just yeah. it's weird. I couldn't fucking believe it. And you know they're playing Sweden. Sweden like after Zlatan's already retired. You know, <laughs> like he left because he couldn't get them to a fucking Euro Cup. And then they get to the World Cup without him. I mean, that's kind of hilarious. It's got to it's got to hurt his ego a little bit, which you know now they play for United. Fuck him. But <laughs> I mean, I still love Zlatan, but it's just it's a it's a funny thing. Um, but uh, you know, you look at the teams, and most of the you know most of the regular standouts are there. I mean, we are we're you know Ghana's not going to be there either, which is a big deal. But I mean, every tournament, you know that that Afcon qualifying is a lot tougher than a lot of the other regions. Um, it's so close. I think you know and, some of those teams are so close. Well, and there's always like it, always at least in Africa, there's always one or two of those big teams that don't make it. So, so you know that's kind of kind of a crazy thing to see. But um, yeah, I, Italy not being there just blew my mind. I mean, I remember seeing that seeing that match. I'm like, okay, well they'll, they'll handle this and getting home just in time to see the last like five ten minutes of it. And I was like, holy shit, you know, mouth agape, jaw drop, like, oh my god, we're about to see something I've never seen in my life. I mean, who, who are the most? Ex- I mean, honestly, if you look at the, the you know, the, you look at the thirty-two teams, all I see is one-nil game and shootouts. That's that's what most of these games look like. Uh, just looking at these teams, Think to so? me, hmm. yeah, yeah. We're gonna have one or you know, who we who we're looking for entertainment. We're looking for Germany, Brazil, Argentina, France, Spain. Uh, everybody else is going to be on the defensive, you know, some of the teams can't defend, so they'll just go out and get their ass kicked. But sure. Uh, that's what it looks like to me. I mean, you know, Korea, they're, 
they're going to be defensive. You know what I mean? Uh, Croatia, you know, I, I just see a lot of defensive teams on this trying yeah. to counterattack. I mean, I think there's still going to be plenty of excitement and, uh, I think the, I think the goals will flow. I, I don't think that will be necessarily an issue, but I mean, who who knows? I mean, yeah, I, I can't expect Peru to come out and light the fucking tournament alight. <laughs> you know, you think of some of those like Peru instead of Chile. You're like, holy shit, Panama instead of the United States. Well, I mean, will 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 Joel Can- Campbell be ready for June? Will he be all fit and healthy by then? Probably. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> who the fuck knows? So yeah, I mean, so the World Cup. Look, it's not really going to dampen my interest. I'm still just as excited because I never thought the U.S. could win anyway. So, um, well, wonder what time games are going to be on for us. Really fucking early. Just think about I mean, it. Whenever I wake they up do, early, but damn. Yeah, but I mean, we know whenever they have those fucking Europa League and you know, whenever, like whenever, whenever you got to travel Siberia and shit, yeah, bad, fucking five seven, yeah. I don't know. As long as they don't, as long as they don't pull the bullshit like early lunchtime kickoffs the way the UK likes to pull, like this past fucking week, um, you know, it should be manageable. But who knows, man? It's 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 gonna be tough. I mean, I, I think they're gonna be set mostly like on European time. So I hope so. It shouldn't be too bad. Um, but really, I I, I don't know. As disappointing as the other teams that missed out you know, must feel for them. You just look at qualifying and what they had to go through and then compare it to the United States who couldn't get a fucking draw against Trinidad and Tobago. That's all they needed and couldn't get out of this group in the fucking hex. Of I mean, that's shit. a tough team to play. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> fucking ass clowns. <laughs> we'll get to the turkeys later. We do have right. special, they might special be on turkeys my list. for you. They might, may or may not. They're getting coal. Wrong list. Wrong list. I mean, I'll I'll, I'll watch. Don't get me wrong, but it yeah. won't dampen my you know World Cup experience. But sure. you know, it's nice when the rest of the country, the the people who only care about it every four years, have a chance to care about it. Right. Well, I mean, at least we won't hear that stupid fucking chant. <laughs> Don't start it. Don't start it. I just thought I'm of that. I'm like, no, no. I don't believe shit. I believe we're trash. And Bruce, that goes for you too. And Jurgen. We never should have let a fucking Tottenham guy take over our fucking team, man. And Sunil. Yeah, Sunil. Oh, fuck Sunil. That fucking... He, I, every time I look at him, I think of Bill Simmons. Like brown Bill Simmons. <laughs> he does kind of look like a brown Bill Simmons. <laughs> It is weird. It's like it's eerie. <laughs> Fuck that. Go Pats. Fuck the Celtics. <laughs> yeah, I said it, Bill. Anyway, I. Yeah, I. Uh, I'm getting distracted here. <laughs> but um, I don't know, man. Like that. The the whole. I mean, like the qualifying was fun. I always enjoy the drama of the last second stuff. I got to catch a little bit of that. And but, you know, Italy and a few other teams just really. It's just. It's kind of astounding. Um, it's also astounding that the first summer Alexis Sanchez is ever going to have off since we signed him will be once he's out of contract and playing for Manchester City or wherever the fuck he's going to go. It's going to be City. I think so. I think so, too. But I got, you know, Viva Mexico, cabron. I have uh, I got my Mexican team. That's all yeah, I Yeah, you got I that. Have, I got that. I just wait for those short fuckers to disappoint me in the round <laughs> of 16. Like every time they go over, like they look so good and dominate, and they go over and play the fucking good European teams and get spanked, and you're just like, shit. Still too short. We gotta know our place. That's all I can tell you. And we're not even that good, so. Yeah, exactly. They fucking they fucking handled us. So. Man. Like well, they have stable finish. coaching, and oh wait. <laughs> oh, baby. But we've returned from the international break. So now the teams are all set, you know, and we have, you know, they haven't done the grouping yet. That's going to be interesting to see how that all pans out. But we can worry about that and cross that bridge once we get there. Um, club football. Looks like that's uh, next weekend. week, right? Have yeah. next Friday. Yeah, next it's Friday. coming up. It's coming up. So that'll be exciting. That'll be something we can yeah. talk about once, once the groups are made and we can decide who the group of death is and all that bullshit. Um, and we're looking like we're getting closer and closer to a final table for the Champions League as well. Um, and Arsenal have a Europa League match against Cologne tomorrow, 
although I get to watch, so I'm kind of looking forward to it. Hey, I know. I'm kind of excited. I was like, yeah, I haven't got to this. watch much midweek. I haven't got to watch any midweek football all <laughs> year. I, I will say, I've never been able to watch uh, Arsenal on Thanksgiving, so I'm not. Yeah. I'm not stuck only watching the sorry ass Lions play play a football game in the morning. Right for my entire lifetime. Yes, exactly. So yeah, yeah. it was only good during the Barry Sanders years. After <clears throat> before and after has always sucked. Yeah, so it's alternative viewing. So. I will. I will take that. I'll be enjoying that um, at my parents' place. So that'll, that'll be a lovely. I, I guess the Europa League isn't all bad. Nope. A little bit of back. sunshine. I take it back. It's terrible. Well, and it'll be eighty-seven here. So that it fucking will. It was hot as hell today. It was high eighties or almost ninety. I was like, yeah. Uh, I made a. I made a trip to the climate airport. change. I made a trip to the airport this morning. It was ballsy. I did not. But I checked. I checked the traffic, and a friend really needed a ride last second, and offered money. And I was like, "Well, all right, money's good. Money's good." That would have done it for me too. <laughs> I was like, "Okay, fine," and it wasn't shit yet, so I was able to get there and back without uh, without uh, too much trouble. So nice. I survived that shit, and then I just walked around my neighborhood. Ain't doing shit. Um, but so the Champions League is back. We saw some interesting stuff today. Barcelona played their fucking B team against Juventus. <clears throat> couldn't get a result. Well, couldn't get a win or a goal. But I don't know, man. It's, it's there's some really bad teams in there too, right? I mean, yeah, and we still can't qualify. Carabag, uh, Celtic. Oh my god, seven one. Yeah, getting spanked. PSG set the record for the most goals at twenty five goals, something like that. I think that's where they was. Um, most goals ever scored in the group stage, which is kind of crazy considering we've seen, you know, teams like Bayern and Barcelona, like dismantle teams on average of three to four goals. So, you know, kudos to them to doing it with the limited resources they have. Yeah. It's so nice to see a, a small town team with homegrown players really put, to, you know, yeah, come from the bottom to the top. It's really, it's really a storybook. They should make a video. <laughs> I, was, I was having dinner at this, uh, Mexican taco spot, uh, down the way and a buddy of mine who you know they don't don't know soccer but they're like oh isn't that neymar he's pretty awesome i'm like yeah they have neymar and they have this guy and they have this guy and they bought this guy and they're like whoa they have all these brazilians and all that i'm like yeah they just they're owned by you know saudi princes or some shit i don't know they fucking have money coming out of every hole and orifice possible so just buy your way to, to success. It looks like they're almost finally fucking there. This team actually looks like an iteration that could maybe do it and might not give up a four-goal lead to Barcelona. Uh, I, I don't trust them yet, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, but let's go. But So let's talk a little bit about the Champions League. So we're in, um, in the closing stages. They all have one match left to play. There's, there's still a lot to play for in most of the groups. Um. There's a few that are kind of set in stone. The let's see, Group A, United are are basically th- are through. They just need a point. Yeah, they need a point. Technically, they're playing Benfica. No, they play uh, CSK. Okay, right, right, right. Yes, yeah, so they need a point. If uh, if Basel beat Benfica, yeah, I guess they can't lose. Um, yeah, they just need a point. I think they even not even if they lose the. Uh, their goal difference and all that. So I think they're easily through. Yeah. And, then, and obviously B's done. Yeah, B is done. PSG and Bayern are through. C could still be something there, but... Yeah, we'll see. I mean, could we have... Atletico could pull it off. It just depends on what Roma can do. Um, well, I mean, let's be honest. They're, Atletico's going to drop into the Europa League so we can play them, and then we can play Dortmund. And I then can't can, have I mean, all my teams in the fucking Europa League, man. They yeah, gotta they're all in there. Out. No, they're Why? all there. Why? I don't know. I need Atletico to get through because I don't want to get like our one chance at winning the fucking Europa League, and my other teams are going to drop down to fucking knock us out. Like, we won't. We won't beat Atletico. They're not even good this year, and they're, we wouldn't beat them. That's what happened. <laughs> Well, yeah. let's hope. Let's hope. Uh... I hope we get Dortmund instead. <laughs> uh, we and oh look, and things are still alive in Group D. Barca and Juve are at the top, but Sporting's in third, only one point behind Juventus, so that's still up for grabs. Liverpool fucking up. Sevilla one point on on their heels. There's still shit to play for there. I mean, but that's they like to give up three point. goals at a time. Is kind of their they deal. Do. Who would have thought they would have liked to let shit slip? I don't know. 
You should have bought a defender. Amazing. Uh, fucking amazing. So Liverpool and Sevilla look like the most likely to go through. City, Shakhtar, Napoli has a... A shot, maybe? A shot, I don't know. Who's their, what's their last match? That's a good question. Something we should they're, do if we decided to prep. Their last <laughs> match is against Feyenoord, so they'll probably win. So, yeah, so, I mean, if, if they if they win and City beat Shakhtar... Then they'll go they're through. Already, they're already up on goal difference, so... They're two goals ahead on goal difference on, on Shakhtar. So if they can win, you know, it's there for them. It's there, you know, basically, if, if City win, it's in their hands. <clears throat> the wow, you Mo, Mo, Monaco sells other players and can't make it through the Champions League. Oh, who'd Amazing. have thought? Yeah, crazy. <laughs> but they got all that money. They got that money. I'm not sure they were short on money, but. And I think there's a there's a blemish here. Like, what's going on? There must be an aberration in Group H. I think it's yeah. read backwards. Who, I don't know. Who would have called Spurs to finish top of their group? I don't know. Maybe don't only know. a genius only would have genius? called that months ago. Only a genius. Yeah. Well, you're, you're welcome. We'll give you credit for that one, Jay. <laughs> the the Tottenham hot shits are uh, are going to take it. They're probably going to, unless, uh, yeah, Rasul Madrid can supplant them at the end. That's They got a three-point lead, so. Yeah, looking pretty good for them, and they're playing Apple well, so I'm pretty sure they're uh, going through top of the group. Yeah, they are. Well, hopefully they they're the ones who get stuck with like, you know, fucking Juventus second place, and then they can fucking lose. That'd be awesome. That would be ideal. That'd be ideal. That, and I, I I'm 100 percent convinced that Dortmund are going to drop into the Europa League, and um, you know. End up facing us in the semifinals or something and beating us while we're pieces of shit. <laughs> so I'm really optimistic about this. You're guys. so optimistic that we're getting to like a semi or a quarter. <laughs> I'm not that optimistic. Uh, yeah, gonna I think we're going to reach, we're gonna reach a semi of this. Well, you know, it gets a little more serious. And once we're completely out of the league picture, we're not going to have much else to play for. So, you know, I'm, I'm the eternal optimist here. Well, we're gonna. It's going to be a highly experienced team tomorrow. Highly, highly experienced. I'm surprised. Which means, which means, Welbeck, Debushi, Mertesacker, one of Chambers or Holding, uh, Holding, uh, and then what? Maitland Niles on the left, and yeah, that's. But no Theo because he's sick. Yeah, he's got a pulled butt cheek or something. Is that what Arsblock said? Something. I guess. I mean, he should have called me if he needed a little rub out. I would have done it. Jeez. I mean, let's be honest. <clears throat> yeah, you had your affinity for a while. Should have, should have known. <laughs> we should have known. You spotted him when he was a. You're just like that fucking senator, man. Spotting him when you're young. More. I. I, <laughs> More. I guess you got me there. I don't know. Shit. Because <laughs> I remember you spotted him when he was a 16-year-old. You got the, you got the eye for the young ones, huh? Uh, you know, I have an eye for talent. What can I say? Fair. Um, I don't know, man. Like, it, it seems like more the same, you know, in these – well, Champions League, it, I don't, I, it's so tough to say what's going to happen this early. You know, I was watching the highlights. I watched a couple of the games. I watched some of – it was weird watching Barcelona play because they were definitely playing a B team. And like, whenever you see like uh, Dale Feu out there, it's like, dude, you're somehow you're a Barca reject that is being conned into them saying that you're one of their like stars and academy products. And it's, it's just well, I mean, we we have Coca-Land. Hey, so everybody's gonna have one. Yep, a guy sent a guy talent. sent away, and then lack of options brings you back. Yeah, I think if it weren't for Dembele getting injured, this fool wouldn't have played outside of preseason. But Nope. But what can you do? So Arsenal are on to play Cologne in oh, the so Europa League. I can, I can, from the pictures, I can pick out tomorrow's team. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Jack and Iwobi and, and uh, Elneny and Holding. Maitland Niles, Debushi on the right for sure, guaranteed spot. Right, you spotted, you spotted the bibs. You, you, you got it down. Yep, purple bibs. Mesut Ozil, Lacazette, gold bibs. Holding Maitland Niles, Debushi. 
Yep, this yep. is nailed on. Done and done. Done and you done. Heard, you heard it here first, first folks. It looks like Welbeck's going to get a start, so that's nice. I like that. Yeah, that'll be that'll be good to see. And look, yeah. Cologne at the bottom of the fucking Bundesliga. So honestly, this mixed team should be good enough to you know get out there. Well, you know this this is really important. This is a these these games are really important because we know we're coming to the holiday period where, you know, if we play anything like we did against Tottenham, there's no way that those guys are going to be able to run that much. You know, with three games in ten days, you know, so we're going to need we're going to need these yeah. this second team of players to really be match fit. It's really important. Yeah, I'm going to have to rotate quite a bit more. And you know, like right now, things things have changed. We're you know we're getting back into. A bit of contention. Um, and we kind of, kind of got our head, ahead of ourselves a bit talking about that match, but we did Sorry. have. I no, got no, excited. No, no, but I, I took us there. I took us there. So it's it's cool. But, you know, like you said, we're on the back of a good result. Like, hey, we just fucking beat Tottenham. There was a North London Derby at the weekend, which, you know. I was, woke up at 4.30 to watch the match. I stayed up until four thirty to watch the match. Well, you're a better man than me. No, I was not really. I was exhausted. I had a I had a I had a class that I had class that day, so I went back to sleep and woke up at five thirty. So uh, I got to go back and watch, but I had less pressure than the rest. But I I, I think I watched the last thirty minutes live. But I was just sitting there looking at the score and going, oh, I don't trust it to wake up and watch. Sure, sure. I've seen this before. I wake up and they score on us, so I held off. But uh, what an intense match, huh? What an amazing match. Yeah, I mean, highly, highly contested. Definitely gave you the right vibe in terms of like being a derby, you know? Like, I, absolutely, I, I, I it really, it really did. I was re- I was rewatching it last night, and I was just kind of seeing, you know, even Mezzodozo like flying in, like not into a tackle, but like kicking the ball as hard as he can off a Tottenham player, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, thing, it like, was crazy, right? They're just like, oh shit, really? Like you just fucking. You know, it seemed a little out, out of character, but, I mean, it was great to see. I mean, there was a resilient spirit. Um, and certainly, you know, the way once we got our opportunities and took a lead, we definitely kind of went into shell a bit, but we were more – I mean, I couldn't say we were more efficient. You know, I heard them breaking down the, the passing stats and stuff, which I think um, – it's interesting to think about how, how much that – how uh, how much clearances factor into those stats. But, you know, we didn't – we did not hold the ball very well didn't do a lot of stuff very well but we were fucking efficient yeah you know i think you know when i watched it we it was really close i mean i thought you know city up until the you know third goal was really close i mean i thought you know it was pretty close and i thought this match was really close now we deserved to win but it was a pretty two teams went at it which was great to see i mean i love i mean that's when two teams go at it like that and you end up on top it's just it's just fantastic, it really is. Oh, it's awesome! And I, you know, I was watching live. We scored the two goals. I jumped and yelled, and probably woke up fucking neighbors. Especially once we scored the second. Like I didn't go crazy when we scored the first one. Like I was really excited. But once I got the two goal cushion, I was I was hooting and hollering. You know, it's it's different when you're like when it's these two teams is is great to watch go back and forth. Um, you know, because we know we're not going to get that in a couple of weeks when United come to play, right? It's going to be stifling football, right? Oh, the beautiful flowing football of uh, Jose Mourinho. Right, but this match, you know, they they they're out to prove something, and they weren't they weren't able to do it. So, yep, I love it. Oh yeah, it's a beautiful thing. I them having to shut their fucking mouths is always nice, you know. <laughs> Well, and right. We'll, we'll get to some of them a little bit later, but you know, on, you know, on that topic, it's just like every fucking time, you know, the the standards they set, this and that, this bullshit, all this, all this, all this fucking gab and bile they're spewing is um is tiresome because until you win fucking until you win anything, you've won fuck all, and that's where they're at. Well, they only want to big win the big things. That's what their right. coach says. They only want to win the big things. Well, shame. The only thing they've won is the fucking little things. What they won the fucking milk cup trophy like five years ago or some shit. That's the only. I, thing it's been won. a while. That's it. Was it five years ago? I don't I'm know. Not we, sure. I think we've won three FA Cups since then. <laughs> that that part is true. 
That's all. That's all I know, motherfucker. And I know which one's bigger. I bet, I, mean, I bet their cup would uh, be in a shadow of ours. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I thought all the performances were pretty good. You know, people put in shifts. You know, Ozil did work his fucking ass off throughout that game. That was good to see. Um, finally seeing, you know, I, I remember, you know, at 3-whatever in the morning seeing the teams come out and they announced it and you saw it and I looked at the team on paper and I'm like all right that's our best team like I don't see that very often but that is our absolute best 11 there was no fucking way around it um you know when you looked at it just like everyone that should have been playing you know first first choice all out there you're like all right if this team can't get it done then no one can because this is really our best best shot at it and we're finally playing these guys all together up front you've got that pivot in the middle that has shown you know, that occasionally has shown that it works, but not, not always in, in Shaka and Ramsey. And, you know, and these guys put, these guys put in good shifts and good games and, you know, like, I don't know. I thought Ramsey was pretty good. I uh, thought he was, well, I mean, I thought he was good. I, I, dude fucking worked his tail off. Well, we know, I mean, that, that man has a fucking engine and, you know, it, it hurts him sometimes. I think all the miles he logs hasn't helped him with his uh, with his multiple mu- muscle muscular injuries he's been, you know, that he's had the muscular strains and shit he's had over the past few years. But you know, that's also I don't know learning from experience with uh, with knee and leg injuries and whatnot. You know, once you once you fuck up the tissue and you start getting start getting things, things start fucking up. So that leg break. Who knows what, how, you know, how much of an impact that's had on that. But I mean, it seems, you know, he's recovered pretty well. So, so who knows? Um, did you have a stand up performer? Oh, I mean, I I thought, I I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, people were like, I know people, everybody was, you know, all over Mustafa. I I just thought it was a good team performance. I didn't, I mean, I, Sanchez, Alexis, you know, ran his ass off. But was it any more important than anybody else? I don't know. I just thought overall it was a team performance. I, I didn't think anybody really stood out for me. And and I, you know what? I'm okay with that because really, I, I do. I and do, not in a bad way, right? Just right. in a, a team way. You know, I thought this everybody just worked their ass off. It, so. it seemed like they were all on the same, you know, in the same wavelength, the same level, thinking about. You know, like you saw the same amount of commitment and dedication from everyone. They seemed like on the same wavelength. They understood the magnitude and the importance of the match and how much hinged on it. I mean, imagine if this was, you know, like I said, this podcast wouldn't be happening if we had lost the fucking match. <laughs> and people and people would be, would be, you know, it'd be the fucking Vanger out shit again, which it already is anyway. <laughs> you know? Right. It's like, which never goes away. And, uh, and it would just be, you know, pitchforks and everything. That's where we'd be. But thankfully, there's now still a little bit of daylight left in this season. Right. Something, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I'm not going to worry about why we haven't uh, played like this before. Can we do it again? I'm just going to enjoy this for now because totally. the rest of it really doesn't matter. Well, you know, that's the imp- that's the important thing, you know. Uh, I believe Arsblog was talking about it too. I mean, why not? Why, why can't we live in, like, relish shit for a week? I mean, I know I am. Like, fuck it. Like, yo, we just beat Tottenham. I can fucking ride that shit for a little while. There's no reason why. I need to curb my enthusiasm about this win anytime soon. Just, you know, don't lose this weekend against whatever shit team. We're playing someone. Sorry, right? Burnley. Uh, we're away. playing Burnley away, though. Which, which yeah, is tricky. But, I mean, it, you know, that, that could sour things really quickly. But, I mean, honestly, you, you think that this team is going to build on some of these results at some point. And I think that this kind of result can be something that will buoy these guys, um, you know, at least in terms of like, I, like I, you know, I bet this will come back to bite me in the ass, right? I, I was like, I bet the farm that we go out and get our first away win of the season this weekend, you know, you know, as long as we, I mean, it's easy to say that now, watch you go out and fucking lose a cologne in Germany tomorrow. And then, you know, it's all fucking over. <laughs> it's all fucking over. Yeah. Again. But those shouldn't have anything to do with it. Cause it'd be totally two different teams. Totally. I'm not sure one play, the only I'm not sure one player starts tomorrow that started against Spurs so 
I suppose the only good thing about having uh, butt cheek back in the squad and like actually in the in the in the group of players, I think it's used, huge. Well, it's huge because we can't don't have to fucking use Bellerin in in all every match again like we did the past couple of years, which fucking yeah, it's huge. I, I mean, I think it's huge. Yep. The um, the commitment we saw was something that, you know, I was really hoping that we would see that from the guys. You know, like it's been people complain about not seeing it often enough and this and that, but it did feel like a cohesive performance from a team that knew and understood the importance and significance of the game of the match. It's like they had a plan. <laughs> what? Arsenal. It's like I think of I a think plan. we've seen I think we've seen a plan more times in the last year than than in the ten years prior. Yeah. Put together. And it hasn't always worked out. Don't get me wrong. But sometimes it looks like we're actually on the same page. Yeah. Well, these are these are things these guys can learn from, man. Like it's you hope for something that spurs these guys forward. Spurs, fucking idiots. And uh, and yeah, dude. Like this, this is is this going to be enough to fucking get us over over the hump? Is this going to make a difference? Hmm. I don't know. I think we're going to be the. I think this is who we are. I mean, I think right now we're a team that can get up and play really well, and then we can have a really shit result because we don't put in the same shift with the same the same group of players. You know what I mean? I think I. I don't think that's going to go away. I wish it would, but I, there's no reason for me to believe that we're. You know, we we've formed an identity in two weeks. Right. You know, so I think our identity is what it has been this entire year that it has been for the last three years is we're going to have some great results. And this is one of them. And that's why we should enjoy it, because we're going to have another Watford. So. So enjoy this one. Yeah. Milk it. Milk it for all it's good for. And and we're going to be around the top four. I mean, that's why would you why would anybody believe anything but the status quo? And, and that's we all want more. But that's what it is. So, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to get ahead. I'm not going to get too down about it. I'm just going to enjoy the results that are good. Well, the thing is, even if we were like better this year, we probably still wouldn't have any chance of catching city to be perfectly no. honest. Like, no. like this, like I don't expect any sort of blip bigger than like a two game fucking losing streak or something for city. I guess the max that would happen. I don't even think that would happen. They're like, going to, they're going to lose their blips, their blips. Their blips going to be, you know, yeah. fucking two points out of three games. At one point this season, they're going to go back to winning everything. Yeah, it's. I think they'll have a couple of struggles, but they're going to build such a, so so much of a lead. It's not going to matter. Yeah, absurd, absurd. You know, when your closest competitor is a fucking Mourinho-led Manchester United, you don't have much to worry about. I think I think uh, the United team will will close the gap a little bit, but I don't. I mean, no, I, I just fuck them. They don't do shit. They tend to get when when well we'll see it's his second year right so he'll get close but he won't I don't think he'll win this time I thought he would at the beginning of the year I thought they had a chance but no. not once I saw that city team really come together finally yeah yeah I don't I don't think I think the golfing class is still huge between the two at the moment this is where I stand man but um you know if it has to be anyone compared to the other competitors honestly I city city fucking winning does nothing to me. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't give me any joy or any, like, the only thing, I mean, if anything, it just makes pisses off United fans, which makes me happy. And if, and if we're not in content, if we're not in contention, then fuck it, like, let them have it. Be- better them. Better than, than any of the others. Like, what, Chelsea, Spurs, Liverpool, United. Fuck that. You know, it's a nightmare anytime any of them win. Like, I don't, I've, I've got nothing against any City fans. Oasis is okay, I guess. 
you know, like Ricky Hatton's a fat cokehead, but uh, you know, whatever. Let him have let him have happiness in one part of his life. I don't know. I don't. I don't is there is there anyone else that I'm supposed to loathe from from that uh, from that part of town who's who's a fan? I, I mean, I I don't I don't know of anybody, and anybody who's a fan now has only been a fan for the last five years, and sure. I don't really have anything against them. So yeah, they uh, they support uh, they support Manchester City, NYCFC, and uh, PSG. Right. Oh, oh, and Barcelona. Well, I, they pay. <laughs> sometimes I play on different days, so you're okay. Mm. <laughs> there you go. There you fucking go. Um, so let's kind of let's kind of talk bigger picture though with with Arsenal. The um, you know, we we've talked about we've seen the way that the the squads get rotated for the different competitions. Um, I don't know. I, I like it. Yeah, I, I, I enjoy it too. I enjoy seeing I've enjoyed seeing some of the kids. I liked seeing uh Marlo, I mean uh, Eddie uh break through the ranks, score a couple big fucking goals for us. Um That was fun. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. That was fun. I and I feel the same way about the Europa League. I, I'm I wanna see here's I mean, we're gonna need like five of these kids next year when we have Ten players to replace, and we're not going to replace them all from outside. So half of them are going to come from inside. So uh, as long as this run can continue with these kids, uh, I I fully embrace it. So uh, I I like these competitions, and I hope they last you know until February to get these kids games. Yeah, I hope so too. I mean, that's that's a big. It's important to see them get their development and see who's actually going to make the grade. Um, and like you said, there are way too many bodies to replace next year. Yeah. There, uh, honestly, there's going to be like 10 bodies to replace next year and there's no way we're, there's no way we're buying 10 players. So, all right, give me, give me a couple of percentages. Cause I got a couple of things. We'll, we'll talk about the other ones that are leaving, but the, the two most important ones, the ones that are always in the news that we're probably expecting to lose are Alexis and Ozil. Give me your percentages for their chance of them staying. Let's start with Alexis and then Ozil. 10% Alexis is staying and 50% Ozil staying. Um, you know, I'm really close to you. I'm going uh, 1% Alexis is staying <laughs> and 50% Mesut Ozil is staying. Well, see, I'm the optimist. <laughs> I, I know. What the, what the fuck is going on here? I'm just I'm so sure, you know, they've – People have talked about it. You know, Alexis has done a few years in all these different leagues. And if he is going to stay in, in this fucking league, I mean, Pep's the guy who brought him to fucking Barcelona. Right. So. And, and, and he didn't, and he got pissed off at him and he put him on the bench and he would take him off when he didn't want to be taken off. And it's going to happen again, but it'll happen in city colors. Sure. Well, I mean, yeah. it's just funny because Alexis is such like the antithesis to a Pep player, like so wasteful in possession. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, but he's fucking good and he's got moments of magic. Well, yeah. shit. Um, it, which really suits us because that's us. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, but he, I mean, honestly, he brings us down in that, in that aspect, but I mean, what he, what he gives is, is so much that, right. Um, I yeah. guess it's worth it, but yeah, it's just funny. Yeah. I'm not honestly seeing the back. I look, I don't want to see the back of Alexis. I wish he was still going to be an Arsenal player, but he's gone. Like it's not, he's, don't yeah, get he's, twisted. he's done. He's I'm going to enjoy this year. That's what I'm going to yeah. enjoy, but not having him or Oxley Chamberlain anymore on the wings. It should help our possession stats. I couldn't miss Ox any less. <laughs> I still like Ox. I mean, but whatever. It's, well, don't I matter. Enjoy, don't matter. look. I like I like other players from that are on teams that I don't like. Yeah, and I I hope for the best for him. Uh, maybe internationally, I hope for the best for him. I don't know because I don't want him to have any success at all with the club he's with. So yeah, exactly. I hope uh, England do well in the World Cup. I guess is Rooney still going to be playing? Because I, I can't root for a team that has Rooney. I don't think so. He retired I he's internationally. Done. I think he's done. No way. I think he's done. That's awesome if he is. I think he's done. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So we're gonna. So those two, you know, we got. I got. We got fifty and ten, or fifty and one, somewhere between one and ten. So I guess five is five uh, percent chance average that. You're probably closer, though. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but but I'm with you though. I think the interesting one. I think the interesting one is Mezidos, because he seems very settled in London. You know, the thing is, he's gonna get every fucking sexy offer. And if Bar- if Barcelona come knocking, like, why not go? I mean, it, it, if they do, then he should go. Yeah, 
True. He should. Absolutely. He should. You know, I mean, I wouldn't blame it at all. At all. But to play somewhere else in England? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't see it somewhere else in England, really. I mean, is he going to fly over to Chelsea just for that? I don't think. Because I, I don't see, you know, not. I don't see him going United to put Mourinho. You know, I know Mourinho likes him and this and that, but I don't see that shit. I don't see that working. Uh, he, I, he could. That, that's the only place I could see him going, and and it is because of Mourinho. But it's also because uh, they can just collect players, as many players as they want. So, Lord. But I don't think he's gonna. He doesn't make them significantly better to me. I will he be better? Yeah, probably in that squad that's already full of a bunch of midfielders, but, uh, but we'll see. But look, I, I, the thing is, I realistically think, and I think part of it is, is I think part of it's from sporting ambition as well for, for Ozil is, is that, you know, he wants to see Arsenal make a, you know, they, they, they've slowly made the signings that he would have wanted in one year. Right. Like, Oh yeah. You know what I mean? I, I think if you had signed Lacazette like a year earlier, Right, give him the striker to, to to give service to this and that earlier in the contract would have been enough of a you know because I mean that a lot of the talks that they have talking about him is that it's it is about sporting ambition and wanting to win things and wanting the club to show that they match his ambition and that means showing that ambition in the transfer market in their dealings with players. I mean, look, I mean, I'm hoping look the new appointment for the the guy that we that we that we snagged from from Dortmund is is great. You know, like. He's got a great track record. I fucking hope he brings us some new gems. But, you know, the the youth, the 16-year-olds aren't going to fucking convince Mesut Ozil to stay. You know? Saying this yeah. Pulisic isn't going to bring him in. And, and look, I, honestly, all I, all I would want from Ozil is, like, a fucking two-year extension. You know? Because we have a guy in Awobi who it, it seems to be the person that, that you know, it seems to be the internal solution for the Ozil thing. Um, when that does come around, but I mean, does he look ready quite yet? I mean, some days sort of other days, not at all. Yeah. I, I think we can, the thing is, is I can, I don't know. I'm okay. I mean, I'll be, I, I don't know if, if we'll be, we'll be, it'll suck because we will have lost two real superstars. You know, I mean, that was the greatest, the great thing about having them is we actually have two it was cloud. superstars on a team. You know, we, we really do. And when we lose them, uh, we, th- that stature of player is gone. Overall, in the scheme of how we play and what our real ambitions appear to be, I don't know that it's that big of a hit. It's hard to say. It really is. Well, but it's, it's not so much – like even if it doesn't um, affect – even if it doesn't affect us that much on the field in, well, you know, in a fucking, in a void, right? Like, if you were just to sub them out and the, and the team didn't lose that much just on skill, if you replace with one, this and that, the problem is perception, right? Oh, yeah, no, I it's, agree. It's, I, it's I in, absolutely it's agree. It's in the makeup. It's in, well, Arsenal are selling club. Oh, Arsenal can't keep their stars. Oh, they had these guys, but they couldn't even keep them. I mean, I think the only way that this ends up, well, like, ends up good for us is if you can convince a guy like Ozil to sign, even if it's only a fucking two-year extension, you know, something small. Um, but, you know, lock him down for another couple of years and then bring in one or two more big stars. You have to sign, you have to sign a Thomas Lamar to, to you know, to replace, to replace Sanchez. And maybe you got to sign another player because if you lose them both, it's, it just sends all the wrong messages. And it's not – I mean, what do you do? Because Lamar is certainly a great young talent, you know, probably worth more because of his age and stuff now than Sanchez. But, you know, does his name have that much clout in comparison? He's nowhere near as big of a star. Besides Mbappe, is, are any of the play? I mean, I think uh, – was it the one that City got from Monaco – uh, well, not the one that's hurt, but the other one that plays in the midfield. Who did they get? That was Chelsea. Chelsea yeah. I forget which one they got. But most of those players from that team 
went for huge money and were they really worth it? I don't know. Maybe down the road. Mbappe was the the real diamond there. Yeah, but I mean, a few other guys are, are pretty decent still. I mean, Lamar's a. I'm, I I don't remember really watching him play. So I, no, he's a baller. He's a baller. He'd be a great signing, and he's super fucking young. So, well, that's it. He's really young. So, but he's already looking like the real deal. Um, it, it's it's tough to say, man. You know, like these are. It's just you know like who else? What else do we do? Do we sign another German player? You sign someone to make. To make Ozil happy, like will that help him with getting an extension? It's it's a t- it's a tough one to place and a tough one to see where we're gonna be at. But I mean, look how much these these fucking gambles, man. Like it almost feels like Wenger's a, river, a riverboat gambler because we get to these situations where there's so much hinging on the littlest thing, you know. Like like when we we fucking scraped into the Champions League and barely held on to fourth place. You know, to get this, and then a signing happens or something like that happens. It's a, it's a, it's a real fucking fine line we're treading, and you know, it can blow up in your face. You know, you look at, you know, what happens. You know, if we do keep Tottenham out of the top four, right? What happens to them? Vice versa, right? If we if we're out of the top four again, Mesodozel and and uh, and Alexis are gone, no matter what, zero percent chance either one. Like the fifty percent chance on Ozil is contingent on him, you know, having Champions League football again to play next year, and having someone good to to play with. It, it, I don't know what else to say about that other than you know that's what they would need to have that sort of contingency and have, um, you know, to deal with that. You know, they're not they're not they aren't players that are meant for the Europa League. It's it's beneath them. So it's tough to see. But and enough about Arsenal. It is a holiday. We have things to celebrate. There are people to talk about. Turkeys to roast. And I thought it would be in the spirit of the season to come up with our biggest fucking turkeys of the year. Um, all right. I'm going to go first. So right. we came up with three, right? So all right, you give, give me your first. Uh, Tony Pulis. Ooh, that man does not have a job. He he might be out there uh, down. I mean, I went to I traveled to the forum for a concert last week and saw a lot of guys on, on when I was going through downtown on Skid Row. He might be the there way? soon. What was the show? Uh, I went to see Fallout Boy, and they had some guy named what the hell was his name? Black Bear. You went to Fallout Boy. I did. I had took my I took my kid. Sorry, it was my you know it's her, you know. I okay, took my kids. All right, all right, all right, all right. You're gonna have to let that go. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> it's I mean, better I than the it's better than the first concert I ever went to. So, I thought you were gonna you say like, Morris Day in the Time or some shit. Like I don't know the fuck. Well, I actually, if they're usually playing at the fair. I could probably see those guys at the fair, and they're awesome. Yeah, they're, they're probably at Morongo. Uh, I don't think you're far off. Right. Um, but anyway, Black Bear sucks. So if you Anybody ever wants to take you to a show that he's playing at, you shouldn't go. Okay. Fuck that guy. So, yeah, he sucks. All right. So, so Pulis is your turkey number one, your first right. turkey. Maybe not turkey. He is one, the first, first turkey. turkey. Fair. Well, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Bruce motherfucking Arena. Ooh, that's a good one. That turkey motherfucker. Um, I don't know, man. I, I, you know, he's he's MLS good. He's the fucking Beckerman of coaches. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's, I never <laughs> want to see him anywhere. I never want to see either one of those guys in the <laughs> national team ever. Exactly, ever. I mean, dude, honestly, like, I'm sorry. Like, rehiring coaches that, like, did marginally well for, you know, sure, good. When, when you set the standard so low as, like, American soccer, and I'm like, oh, well, he was good then. We should go back to him. Like, no, never go back. Like, I'm just sorry. Don't recycle coaches. This doesn't do us any good. It doesn't bring us forward. Did nothing fucking new. He didn't, you know, like, those lineups were uninspiring. The teams looked, looked lackluster. And, and and I don't know. And now you're the fucking, now you're the fucking only coach in the past, you know, 30 years or whatever that made it so the fucking USA didn't make the World Cup. So enjoy that one, fucker. Yeah, but change, but change nothing. Right? That was his words. Don't yeah. change a thing. Yeah, don't change a thing. 
Is that right, Sunil? Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Piece of shit. All right. Well, that's enough about him. Uh, who's who's your second turkey? David Moyes. Oh, Moisey. Uh, hold on. I mean, he, he... can we talk about his favorite player? Who's his favorite player? Um, Eramendi. Eramendi. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was thinking about the sound bite. Go on. So, what, what about Moisey? Well. I kind of feel bad for West Ham because I didn't know if it could get any worse than their start, but I think it's going to get worse. <laughs> what a fucking ride that is! You were like, you were like happy for a little while under Fat Fucking Sam, Fat Fucking Sam, who's petitioning to try to be, you know, throwing himself out there for the USA job. What a fucking clown that man is! Well, he's a shyster, so he thinks he could come shyst this whole country. So piece of shit, fucking Wheeler dealer. Who's your number two? Speaking of Wheeler Dealers, I've got the the human fucking turkey himself, Harry Redknapp. Looks like a gobbledy fucking neck, fucking twitching all over the place. I don't know. <laughs> he, he got fired. Didn't he? He got fired not too long ago from whatever championship or League One club he was coaching. Didn't last too long there, buddy. I don't know anyone that's the human embodiment of a fucking of a, of a fucking turkey like he is. Like I, I can't. Honestly, Wenger is kind of looks like a chicken or an ostrich, kind of with his long ass neck. But he does not mm-hmm. have the he does not have the gobbledy neck that fucking. He doesn't have the gullet. No, he doesn't have the gullet. Those those fucking <laughs> those saggy jowls and the fucking <laughs> fucking gullet, the whatever thing that he has. I think I think Harry Redknapp wins for that. That and his fucking his Twitter account is pure. You know, I, I don't follow that shit. Uh, I didn't. But no, I he's, didn't he's even know he was stories. on Twitter. Him talking about doing some like online bullshit. He was like trying to, you know, just do some sponsored tweets for for like online things. And he says he's said on record he doesn't know how to fucking do email or use a computer. Such a joke. Such a joke. Only, only, only there could a wheeler dealer like that. Only in Trump's fucking world could this guy still be making money on some bullshit like that. I'll leave the politics there. I don't know why I went there. You just want to make <laughs> yourself angry. My third. <laughs> My third turkey is Chris Coleman for taking that Sunderland job. Holy shit! What a fucking tool! You gotta you oh, gotta take a job. Really, you gotta take a job that fucking like even Moisey couldn't handle. I mean, I'm telling you, they must have thrown some cash at him, right? That's the only reason you, you take that job, right? Well, I mean, I, I don't know. You're you're a piece of shit, and you didn't get Wales into the World Cup. I mean, I know, I know, I the mean, standards got set higher, but I mean, you they were in decent position. Like they fucked that up. Well, yeah, I mean. There's lots of teams like that, but I mean, anyway, I'm surprised. That, anyway, so that's my third turkey. Oh man, yeah. Well, I, I my my third turkey played pretty well today, so I can't say a lot about him. But uh, but it's a it's one uh, Neymar Jr. for being a cocky asshole. Um, I don't know, man. It's like he's like he's like LeBron to me. Like like I he's great. He's really, really good. But something about his mentality makes me think he's never going to be the best. Like, hmm. I, I, I don't know exactly what it is, but, like, everyone that's always been reigning him, like, he's going to be the next king. I'm like, I don't know, man. I just don't – I don't believe it. I, I think he's faking the funk a bit. Like, I think, he's, I think he's great. He's a really good player. Really, really, really fucking good player. But he's just kind of a piece of shit showboat. I mean, look, it worked. It worked for some people. I mean, it worked for Cristiano. It took him to the top, you know? He's been player of the year a bunch of times and deservedly so. But in the same kind of way that I don't root for Cristiano, I don't really root for Neymar. You know, honestly, I want I want to see a fucking I want a bare knuckle fight between Neymar and Edinson Cavani because Cavani (laughs) will fucking kill him. Well, he looks like Skeletor. So, yeah, yeah. he he looks like Skeletor. He looks like he'd walk out of the fucking rainforest, like covered in blood with carrying a machete. You know, like like no shirt and like ripped jeans, and it's like come out like all fucking apocalypto on you. I don't know, like like I I would not fuck with Cavani. He looks like Sicario that would like take you out back and shoot you. Like you know, like 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 him and fucking Suarez, like the two henchmen that do all the dirty work for the big fucking mob boss. It's it's possible, certainly. And I, and I ain't fucking with that. So yeah, I don't know. So he scored. He scored a couple goals. He looked good today. But you know, it's funny. I mean, I know he's doing his his countryman proud, 
you know, the reports of uh, the big things in the, in the French media about him being out late at night and shit. And Unai Emery just being like, oh, well, he's young. He, he does these kind of things. I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, I guess if, you know, if you're a playboy like that. But you know what? I just don't look. Neymar's got that sauce. He's got all the skills and all the tricks and all that shit. But I don't know. I don't see him. Well, I mean, you you got to think that uh, Dermots is going to buy him the World Player of the Year soon, right? That's yeah, really at some point. At some point, but he's going to buy. He's going to have to. He's going to have to do something special, though. I, I don't know. I don't know, man. Like, like we'll see. Maybe, maybe he will get it. Maybe he will get it just because the other guys get too old, and they'll just say, "Oh, well, now it's his time to be the, the, the you know the king." But I don't see it, man. He's never going to win. He's never going to win a Golden Boot. You know, I don't ever see him ever scoring forty goals in a season. Like, I just don't see those things, you know? Like, a good season from Neymar is going to be 20 goals, 20 ass- 15 assists or something like that, which is great. Great numbers, good enough to be in the best team in the world, potentially, but I don't see it. So, he's he's my turkey. The, the penalty kick shit and that, like, I, I just I can't stand for that shit. Like, I, I want to fuck that guy up if he was on my team. <laughs> I agree. I'm not a big fan. Yeah, so... That is my third. But actually, I want to do a special shout out because there's one more um, that I was debating between. And the last fucking set of turkeys were all those fucking journalists that said, talking about a power shift and about Tottenham fucking doing this. And the journalists, look, I'm not condoning the abuse of whatever you got, but the journalists who did the fucking All Spurs 11, you know, you could eat a a dick too. Well, that's what you get for you wanted the attention. Well, right, exactly. That's what. and I'm talking about normal attention, not sure. you know, right? No, racist, homophobic no, stuff. I'm just talking no, about you. Can, yeah, can, you were a dick, and we're all calling you out on yeah, being a dick. And, and you can just be a normal piece of shit, and we're just going to call you a piece of shit because that's what you are, not because right. of anything else that you belong to or anything. It's just because you know you're you wrote something normal. stupid. Yeah, you're you're an idiot journalist spouting bullshit, and it didn't work out in your favor. And that's you know, look. Bold predictions are fun. They pay off, and they fucking f- and then they they backfire and blow up in your face, and that's what happened. And look, you know, like I said, I, I agree with the stance a lot of people are taking. You know, the people spouting bullshit and racist and bigot bigoted stuff. There's I got no time for that shit. But you know, you say something fucking stupid and it's on record. You're gonna you know you're gonna get, you know, it's gonna come back to you. So for the the normal razzing, you know, sign me up. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Right. Like, hey, we're all for that. I, like, I'd send him a shit sandwich if I could. I don't think it'll, it would clear customs though. But that guy um, would have never handled 09, <laughs> 2010 Twitter. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> the good old days. Um. So yeah. So special shout out to all those journalists talking about power shifts and bullshit and combined eleven crap about all that. And and Pochettino goes in there with him too because he's too good for the for the little things and he's too he's Mister Mister Big Dog. So. Listen, Poach, go fucking win something. You and you and fucking Harry Kane and all those all those titles you guys have won, and all those cups. Go drink out of them. I'm gonna I'm sip I'm gonna sip tea out of our fucking FA cups, motherfucker. I hope they put extra seats in that new stadium instead of leaving room in the trophy case. <laughs> That's why they're gonna have a thousand more seats because they don't really need a trophy case. Ah, it's all coming together. All right, so you have uh, we have another list, right? Another uh, list. There's one more list. You want, want you, to start I was I was on track until you wrote me your first thing that you're thankful for, and it totally messed me up. Oh yeah, but it's, but it's uh, you know, what do you think? There are a couple of things that you're thankful for this 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 time of year. It's always nice to express what you're thankful for, and indeed. so I'm thinking about. And so you know, I, I came up with one. It was I was really you know happy with mine. I was happy to claim it. I I was happy for the North London Derby win. Yep. And uh, and then and then. And then you sent me your number one. <laughs> that I did. Um, I'm thankful. It was brought to my attention that um, Theo Walcott has only played, you know, I don't know, 30, 40 minutes in the Premier League all season. I'm thankful that Theo Walcott no longer plays in the Premier League. Let's give a round of applause for the Europa Player, Europa League Player of the Week. And 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 now I'm in the middle of my day, and I'm trying to think of two other things, and then I read that, and it pretty much shot me. All I could think was a comeback was I'm thankful that Thomas Rizicki doesn't play anymore. I mean, that was the only thing, see, because I, I can only react with meanness and, and hateful yeah. things. <laughs> I threw you off your fucking game. <laughs> I threw you off. I heard that really, stat. I got to give credit to the Arscast Extra. I believe I heard that when someone did the math on it and tallied it up, and I was like, no wonder I've been enjoying this season more. 
<laughs> I still love Theo. I know you do, but I mean, look, you need Theo. Hey, I've, I've you need Theo been, to come to the fucking. You need Theo to come to the galaxy. You need to go to his fucking level. Come be a twenty-goal season striker in the MLS. He'll score thirty-five in the MLS. All right, let's see it. Do it. Get on. Leave Arsenal, please. <laughs> do us a favor, love. He's going to West Ham in uh, January. Shit! Remember, remember when he? If only, if only fucking King Kenny was still managing Liverpool, dude, he would have had a spot like that. I think he's going to somewhere like West Ham in January. Well, yeah, I hope so. I hope so. I mean, he's That'd got to, right? Look, look, he's I'll, not playing look, anymore. I'll root, I'll root for Theo at West Ham. You know, I mean, honestly, they're the least of all evils in terms of other other fucking London clubs for me. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I don't give a shit about you know Palace or whatever, but of, of ones that are relevant and matter. Oh, he would do a number of Palace too. Yeah, it'd be great for him there. But, I mean, I don't know. Are, are they, they're going to actually pay for him? I mean, what West Ham was a team that approached us over the – I don't know. There's, I mean, there's money now. So, I mean, money's really not that – I mean, how much would uh, – Arsenal would bite their hand off for 25. It would yeah, but they're take not gonna, someone's they're hand gonna, right gonna, off. They're not going to get that. They're like, just take 15 and let them fucking – No, he would, he would get 20. 18. 20. 18. It's like the percentage all over pounds. again. I guarantee I'm closer on the 20 than you are to 18. No, no way we're 18, 18 million. Max. Whatever. You'll take it. Fuck it. I mean, we're not going to do it. What are we going to let him run out his contract with the rest of these fucking players? Like, come on, man. let him go. That's <laughs> what we do. Go. I know. That's our new thing. We could resign some of Rizisky, dude. <laughs> That'd be he, awesome. He, he, could, he could play one. Uh, he'd play his testimonial and then uh, he'd, he'd be hurt. And that's it. <laughs> He'd, he'd get hurt in the warm-up for his fucking testimonial. The aristocrats. No, sorry, that's a different joke. Um, yeah, he would. He would. <laughs> he would. So uh, I, I'm no longer thankful for anything after reading that. So I don't have any other things to be thankful for because I'm too, you know, sad about Theo not playing for Arsenal anymore. Oh, man, I, I'm all about I'm thankful for our Bosnian bull, our freebie from – a team I fucking hate in the Bundesliga. Schalke's loss is our gain. How Sied does he Kolasinac. not? I can't. I mean, that's a hell of a signing, really. Uh, really, it really is. It's, it's, it's amazing, and I've been really happy to get him, man. The guy he immediately comes in. The whole fucking squad is afraid of him. Love that shit. You know what I mean? And he's a fucking monster of a man. I told you, I've, I love the compar- comparison ever since I saw him like, with Ivanovic. When Ivanovich was, was still good before he was getting roasted, <laughs> you know, just a fucking monster. This guy is, you know, the Bosnian bull, dude. The guy is built like a shithouse. He's a fucking tank. Like, who's going to get in the way of this guy? Like, he's going to destroy you. He'll eat your children. I, I wouldn't fight him. Zero interest. No. Not with that jawline. Shit. Of course, I, I want to see what he looks like without that beard because I think it, he more looks like a Charlie Brown without it. But, you know. Charlie Brown. I don't know. He's got a big old round cranium. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, hey, I mean, what, what a fucking pickup that guy's been, though. And, he, and you know, and he's, he's slotted in right away. And, he, look, he does dangerous things. He does he does things on the front foot, you know, and he, pre- he presses things forward. I just fucking – I love what he brings to the team. And I think he's one hell of a fucking signing. So – he is probably one of the things I'm the most thankful for this season by far. I agree. I'll take that as my third. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I thought you didn't have a second. You're just going to skip second and just go straight to third. Yeah. Right. No, I was angry and I said, I'm thankful that Rosicky doesn't play for us anymore. So that was my second. And then I'll say I'm thankful for Mesut Ozil because I'm not sure we're going to have him much longer, but there's there are days and matches that where he and Alexis are uh, still do their thing amazingly for us, and it's um it's something that we you know we shouldn't take for granted because you're only going to get to see that magic for so long. So I'm grateful for what we have for now, and um, you know I feel okay about that. And I'm, I'm I've come to grips with the fact that we're probably going to lose these guys, but. Um, hopefully they can help us qualify for Champions League and leave us in good stead, so, you know, for the future. It's the least they could do, right? Yeah, Just, it's the least. All right, well let, let's, uh, let's let's wrap this fucker up. Let's um, we're, we're going to Turf Moor this weekend. Give me a scoreline and and the scores, please. Well, Arsenal two scores. nil, Lacazette and Aaron Ramsey. 
smart to not say a goal from Burnley because you can't name any of their players. Nor can I. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Welbs. Welbs gonna get a get a substitute goal. Um, after the early goal by L- Kolasinac. Nice. I like that. Yeah. Nice pull. I like that. I like yeah. that. I might have to. I might, he's on my. I might have to add him on my fantasy team or something. Got to do it, man. Got to do it. I, God, I can't remember the last time I did the fucking fantasy league. I got to do that shit. <laughs> I, every year I'm like, I should do fantasy again this year, and I'm like, no. Well, I'm at the top of the leagues, so you know, I, I keep it up. I'm decent at it. Are you still in Los's league? Is yeah, I'm on top of that league. Oh, the, is that the more money, more problems league? It is. Damn. It is. No, no top four. Yeah. No top. Is it no top? Four? Oh, I guess. I guess all the assholes yeah. are in the top four now. <laughs> no, no top four. So it's uh, it's you know, and then yeah, and I use that team in the other leagues, so I'm still doing okay in those leagues too, really? even with no it's, top four. It's yeah, so, it so fucks you. It fucks you. So it does. Much, I'm in. I'm in second place in two leagues with using no top four people. <laughs> Wild. Yeah. Wow. Well, look, uh, we both are going for the 2-0 scoreline at Turfmore. Um, I feel pretty good about that. I feel pretty good about that one. I think Arsenal will get it done. Um, I'll pray for no injuries and for uh, our boy Eddie to score some more goals tomorrow. Maybe see some shit from Iwobi. Iwobi, dude, killing it for Nigeria, scoring bomb-ass goals. Even, like, dude, who, who did he do dirty? He did someone filthy. Dude. Who did he nutmeg? He nutmegged uh, Mascherano when they played Italy. I, I don't Argentina. remember who it was. It was Mascherano. He nutmegged Mascherano, and that was – Look, you know, not making some fucking little bastard from Barcelona is always a always a good thing, especially a shit like Mascherano. So, um, I'll enjoy that. I'm looking forward to watching a match tomorrow. Indeed, indeed. Well, most of you guys, when you're listening, to it, it will probably be that day. So, hopefully, Arsenal will have won, or they're going to win, and you're getting ready. To I'm really to enjoying watch. this match we're watching. Yeah, totally. This is awesome. Wow, this is great. Whoa, what a goal! Can't believe right. it. Madness. This is a madness. Well, look, anyways, it's good to, good to talk to you again, Joseph. Um, we will work on getting more podcasts out here again with regularity. Uh, my schedule's opening up, so we will be doing more soon. Um, so look, check the space, and uh, up the arsenal. Hope you have a good week. So you can follow Joseph on Twitter at I Hate Your Club. I'm Joaquin. I'm at Morning Pint. Daddy would make it here without fucking knowing that shit, but <laughs> to listen through my ran- random ramblings and musings. First day on Twitter, Morning Pint. Sweet. <laughs> Sweet. Now it's about time. I should have done that shit earlier. I finished my beer a while ago, but the whiskey, you know, handled it. So, cheers, guys, uh, to a good, to a good weekend, to a good holiday. Enjoy your Thanksgiving, the the foosballs, the footballs, the soccer, and all the shenanigans. And enjoy your long weekend. And hopefully, we'll have something rosy to talk about next week. Bye. All right, buddy. Catch you later. See ya.